What up, gang? Hey, hey, hey! Gang, 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 squad. I hope everybody's doing pretty well on this very lovely evening or day or whatever time you're listening to this. Yeah, you know, we got different time zones out here. Yeah, man. It's it's impressive. We're yeah. worldwide. Chat. Mr. Worldwide, yeah! Not like Pitbull, though. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Pitbull. I mean, I respect that man's work ethic. He's come a long way. That man's got some hustle. And I'm surprised his career has lasted as long as it has. Yeah, he's been around since forever, and a lot of people don't realize that. Yep. They yep. only think of, like, 2012 and past that, yeah. Pitbull. Nah, he's been around for a minute. He came up off of, like, sampling old electronic music. Yeah. It's really, really strange stuff. And the sampling really wasn't sampling. It was just like taking a loop of the song and then putting drums in it. Yeah. So stupid. I mean, he made some decent, like he made the beats to some decent rap songs. At oh, some he point. did. Yeah. I forget which, but he was, you know, he was based out of the South. So it was like some Atlanta, some Miami based rappers and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That's actually pretty impressive. I didn't know he kind of worked like that. Yeah, it was before his like electronic dance bullshit, but I mean, it's, it's how he really came up. So you know, shout outs to him. Yeah. Congrats, congrats to Pitbull. I don't fuck with his music though. No. <laughs> Just shout talking about music I fuck with. At some point, I purchased a Breakbeats record of just all Yo Gabba Gabba music. Why not? The DJ's name is Boba Fettuccini. Yo, that is dope. Yeah, yep. There's a San Diego-based DJ who used to go by Kanye Asada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now he goes by Hemingway, but it's H-E-M-I-N-G-U-E-Y. Oh, my God. Like, Hemingway. (laughs) It's pretty dope. Pretty dope. This guy better be Mexican. No, no. Oh, my God. He is a a white man. Uh, He might be mixed. I don't know. He looks white to me. (laughs) <laughs> there's a, I, I think he changed his name because some other company started using kanye asada oh and their seo was better yeah well and he was just like man this is fucked yeah get right son yeah shout outs to dj kanye asada or fka kanye yeah. asada hemingway brandon hemingway hemingway <laughs> Anyway, welcome to Real Nerd Hours. Yes, yes. Welcome welcome to Real Nerd Hours, a podcast ostensibly about nerd shit, including anime, music, movies, video games, life. Life. Yeah. The final frontier. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'll be a space cadet in death, but we'll see. Yeah. You know, that, that would be the final frontier. <laughs> We're going to talk about some anime. 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 Who watches anime? I watches anime. I watched uh, Kakeguru, whatever it is. The girls gambling in the in the school. I watched that. Nikki showed it to me. Uh, and one of the, I forget who, someone tweeted at me asking if I was going to check it out. And yeah, it's pretty cool. I was kind of turned off by some of the animation direction because... <laughs> there's a there's a technique that some directors like to do where it's basically like camera drift but 
on extreme close-ups. So, you know, it's supposed to be disturbing. It's supposed to make the person look insane. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable. So what do you mean by camera drift? Is it just where it starts to pan slowly? Yeah, some of that, but it's also like, it's as if it's a handheld camera, like zoomed in. So you have like the subtle camera shake. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's the worst when it's on like close-up shots. I hate it. I hate that. I can't stand it. And especially when it's done in animation, because you know that it's like, this is very intentional. And like, (laughs) (laughs) so they had quite a bit of that, like right off the jump, like in the first scene. And I'm like, this is, I don't like this. I don't fuck with this. But I just stuck with it throughout the episode and it got a lot better. They stopped doing that for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) But what really, actually what really makes me hate that is there are some hentais that do that. I forget what series, but there's one animation studio in particular. Maybe it's one director, but I don't know if the goal is to make the most disgusting, disturbing hentai possible, but it is, it's not even like, Oh, I'm just not into this. No, it's I don't even want to jerk off no more. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh jeez. I'm just going to bed now. Is there is there well animated hentai? It all strikes me as super cheaply done. Oh man, it's actually gotten worse. There are some that are actually pretty well done. I'm not gonna name drop any because I can't think of any off the top. <laughs> actually, I mean, if you if you, like Bible Black was actually pretty well produced. Okay. Like that's that's the classic. Um and then those those people made a couple of other series like before and after that and you can tell it's like the same general level of quality but man a lot of shit has gotten cheap but those those ones that are a complete fucking turnoff those are pretty well produced it's just fucking disgusting and I can't <laughs> just because of the camera shake oh no it's, it's so much more than that <laughs> it's like the ahegao going on and okay, it's like all right, uh, it's, yeah no nah, it's bad <laughs> okay fair enough so would you recommend yeah yeah gamble girls yeah it's it's pretty cool if you like kind of psychological i don't want to really call it like a psychological thriller but it's like you know it's suspenseful and you know the main a lot of the characters are kind of insane which normally would piss me off and it still does a little but it's cool you know i only saw the first two episodes of it so i'm not deeply invested but i like it thus far fair enough yeah fair enough so i have to watch haiku kake bukero or whatever the fuck it's called (laughs) Ping Pong the Animation and Black Lagoon. Yeah. So those those four things, I'll probably get on those this weekend at some point. Yeah, just lay in bed, just be a lazy shit and grab some beers and be all right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Saturday plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So moving on to movies. Chet, you see anything? Nope. Okay. What about you? I watched Dark City and Starship Troopers again. Oh, nice. For the first time a few months ago, I watched Starship Troopers. All right. I liked it. It was really fucking depressing, though. (sighs) Because you can, at least from my point of view, I can tell that it's a satire based on the way that it's shot, the subject matter, and how the characters behave. Yeah. And apparently, side note, apparently... 
people didn't understand that it was a satire when the movie movie first came out. So they just thought it was a bad sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. And they were kind of railing against it for the things that it was satirizing. Mm. It was really weird. Really weird. I saw it in theaters as a kid and I didn't get it. Of course not. But I mean, yeah, I was a kid, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna get it. When I caught a glimpse of it again, when I was like 20 or something, it was just playing on the TV. It was really obvious. Mm-hmm. Like everything about it just felt intentionally bad. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, this is what I get it now. Yeah. It, it not only feels like it's intentionally bad, but it feels like people are exaggerating everything. Right. So it's it would be hard to understand how people in the 90s wouldn't understand that that is a satire. And looking at it now, you can catch things that you wouldn't have caught when you were a kid, yeah. such as the themes of jingoism and things <laughs> yeah. like that. It's it, you things that you just couldn't comprehend as a sure. child because you have zero to little uh, frame of reference for real life. Right. But it's, I liked it. It's a good movie. The reason why I bring this up is because Samurai Jack, the face ripper posted a trailer for a new starship troopers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. There it's got two of the original actors in it. Apparently Rico is still alive somehow. (laughs) That dude was a fucking idiot. And purposefully slow. And apparently the book is very different from the movie as well. Because the book takes all of that very... It's it's straight-faced. But it's basically... The themes and everything that are in the movie are basically the same as in the book. Uh So when they... I Maybe... Okay, so maybe this is the case. Where people couldn't understand that it was a satire because it was based on a book that wasn't a satire. Ah. So people got confused. Yeah, okay. My first frame of reference was the fact that this movie had come out and, of course, the cartoon that came out later on. Right. And I didn't even know there was a book until recently. Yeah, neither did I. So (laughs) until about... mm. It's uh, so from that point of view, I can understand where people are coming from. Sure. But apparently the book is very ha- heavy handed. It's very pro America. It's very pro military. <laughs> it's, it's, but it was sincere. Yeah. It was huh. very, very sincere. Whereas the movie was very tongue in cheek. Gotcha. And that's, uh, that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the cartoons that came out later, I think are taking the stuff more seriously. Granted, I haven't watched the cartoon yeah, in years. Yeah. And I, I assume that they're close, closer aligned to the books than they are the movie that came out. So there are multiple movies that have come out in the past. And the only one that I've heard is good is the first one. Yeah. And even that was panned at first. Yeah. So a, a lot of cult classics are. Yeah. Yeah. Because it takes a while for some movies to find their audience. Yeah. It just kind of has to like catch the tide. And then once once word gets out that it's good, people will appreciate it as kind of how they're supposed to. Yeah. 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 Or just not right right <laughs> such like, as the room right that was gonna exactly where i was going with that <laughs> apparently seth rogan and james franco are making a movie about the room yeah a movie about the production of about the making of the room 
and it, it's signed off by Tommy Wiseau. Like he's <laughs> he's into he, it. He wanted the money. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I mean, anytime you talk to him now, or like if someone asks him about it, he will act as though it was supposed to be comical in the first place. But watching the movie, you can tell that he's fully means this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's trying to be dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, he reminds me of Corey Feldman. <laughs> where he's just completely delusional about just no self-awareness. But he takes it very seriously and, you know, he, he thinks he has something. That's fair. That's fair. Except, you know, Tommy Wiseau has now been just, oh, no, it was a joke all along. Ha ha. <laughs> I was just pretending to be retarded. You know? <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah. So I recommend checking out Starship Troopers. It's yeah. A, it's a fun movie. It's very... I found it depressing because it really... You can kind of see a lot of society in that movie today. Yeah, that's that's the rough part about... Yeah. You know, about satire like that. Yeah, especially, especially when it's so true. <sighs> so fucking true. Anyway, moving forward, I also saw Dark City. I'm unfamiliar with this one. It's a Kiefer Sutherland film from the late 90s, I believe. I don't I don't remember what year it came out, mm-hmm. but it's late 90s, early 2000s, I believe, and it's fucking cool. It's right. about a man who wakes up in a city with no memory of who he is and Basically, he's trying to find out the entire time, and Kiefer Sutherland plays the doctor who's trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And there's like conspiracy, there's aliens. It's a fun, it's a fun movie. Cool, very fun. I recommend checking it out. All right. There's not much else that I can say without spoiling it, although it's a fucking old ass movie. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, I don't think it's very popular among today's. M- I dare say millennials, <laughs> but it's, it's a fun movie. I would check it out. It's on Hulu. I believe. All right. That's it for movies. Cool. Cool. So I've, I've fallen down a weird rabbit hole recently. Chet, what you got? Audiophilia. Oh, <laughs> you know Ooh. how uh, people who are big into music are called audiophiles. Yeah. So I've fallen into that hole. Well, I've used I've heard that more used to describe people who are really into sound quality. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, yeah, that's that's closer okay. to what I'm driving at. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say some things that'll make you jealous. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah but so, you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at buying a DAC amp combo, which is basically a digi- digital audio interface and an amplifier. It's not a tube amp, but okay. What it'll do is enrich the sound coming into these expensive-ass headphones that I'm wearing. A, a DAC amp really helps your audio quality. So my my roommate is a big audiophile, and he's been on that. Yeah, he's he's been on that and spent way too much money on his shit. And uh, it, it makes a huge difference, though. Like if you, if you do want real sound quality, especially for nice headphones, having the additional power that's just being produced, it's a huge difference. It's not, it's not even like it, that it gets louder. It just gets fuller. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for because I have 
as it turns out, in one of my old hard drives, a bunch of flack audio. Ah. And I was listening to them through the headphone port on my old computer or whatever. Mm. And then I moved on to the Focusrite 2i2 or whatever for audio purposes, audio listening purposes. And with the driver installed, the max audio quality that I can get out of the Focusrite is 24441. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty common right right so instead of doing that what i want to do is get the dac amp combo so i can get 2496 all right i want to get 2496 so all this flack audio will sound fucking balling yeah and apparently the impedance is super high on the focus right mm. so it's not actually powering the headphones well enough for me to get the audio quality that i'm truly seeking to have yes you can do better. But yeah. yeah, I ended up going to Can Jam. Did some, you really? Yeah, it was Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I ended up one of my friends had an extra ticket. Okay. To explain, Can Jam is basically a convention for audiophiles. Yeah. Where a bunch of vendors bring their top shit or whatever shit they have to offer and present it to the people and see if they want to buy that shit. Yeah. It, and in there, there's a very wide range of cost and style. And basically, whatever price range you have, whatever your budget, whatever your preferred style of music, they'll have something for you. Like if you're looking for earbuds that are really good for electronic music, just hit up these ear guys that specialize in earbuds. Oh, $300 is too much. Well, we've got these $100 ones that are still balling, just, you know, not as good. Well, one of the first things I ended up trying there, as it turns out, there were only like 500 of these ever made. So they cost 250 grand. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, these headphones are so ridiculous. For one, they require an amp for each headphone. So wow. it's two plugs that are like braided together and they go into two separate amps. Okay. And that's what you're listening to. Okay. And it was the most badass sound I had ever heard. Holy shit. It, it's, it's a pretty incredible like you know the difference between being at a live show and you know listening to loudspeakers it's almost that level of difference no obviously not you're not feeling the bass in your chest but you hear everything and it's so beautiful that's so dope yeah i want to hear the guy coughing in the background right i want to hear the drummer say what <laughs> i want to hear that kind of shit that level of oh, audio man. quality it's, it's ridiculous uh, and tickets to Can Jam are only like 20 bucks. So if you're in the Southern California area, just give it a shot. It's in like March or something. They, they're they hosted all over the place. Actually, yeah, that's true. I found out about uh, Can Jam because there's a website called HeadFi that mm. organizes Cam Jam. Ah. Can Jam. And what ended up happening was I was sitting watching reviews of gear that I already own ah. to kind of see where the shit that I have falls on the spectrum yeah. and where I should move to next. And they have Can Jam London, New York, Los Angeles, and one other place, Singapore. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say. Asia is likely because a lot of the vendors that were there are based 
like simultaneously in America and in Japan. Yeah, yeah. I've been I found a guy on YouTube who does reviews. His name is Zeos. Never heard of him. He does this channel is called Z Reviews mm-hmm. and all he does is review audio equipment. And this is some of the most frustrating reviewing that I've ever had to watch. <laughs> oh no. Because one, I want to know about the product and he for whatever reason his channel has the most audio equipment reviews that I've ever seen on any channel. Mm. Like consistently, he's got high level gear, low level gear, and everything in between. Okay. And the thing that really annoys me is that his reviews are done with a GoPro strapped to his head. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah. So what what ends up happening is the camera's constantly moving and it's just like little subtle movements and it's never really focused on anything. And it moves when he talks. It moves when he's like gesturing towards things. And there's no real point of focus. That's, so it's really hard to watch. That is dumb as shit. Why would you do that? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> and then on top of that he also just rambles so it seems like he films these just off the cuff and he's just talking there's no editing just go for it exactly he could edit them he could some of these reviews are like 20 or 30 minutes long and he can just cut a lot of the shit out and at least take it down to a fourth of the size jeez because he repeats himself a lot it's really it's really quite annoying but if you're interested in a lot of audio reviews he's got them and he's got some not necessarily rare shit but he's got the highest of high-end headphones Mm. not the ones that you just described yeah but he's got the stacks audio headphones which are basically top tier it's a company in japan that makes headphones one pair is fourteen hundred dollars the other is five hundred dollars and those are their two top tier mm-hmm. ones he's done reviews on those he's done reviews on the lcd x's or something like that can't remember the name of them because i can't afford them yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm 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 getting into the audio game i need yeah. to get something for my television and some speakers that go along with that. Yep. I'm thinking. I'm thinking a 2.1 system for the TV. Yeah, it's a good good place to start. Yeah, you know, and find then, something that can support more, but just you know, you don't need all those speakers off just from the jump. Exactly. Exactly. Having having the base is fine. I don't watch a lot of stuff on my TV anyway. Yeah. So I'm more focused on getting a DAC amp combo for the computer and hopefully bring out the best of the sound quality and all the shit that I have because some of the movies that I watch I want to hear the blu-ray sound quality that I've ripped yeah. from the blu-rays that I have yeah. because these these files are 5 gigs for a reason yeah for real <laughs> and I need to know why <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it because I'm not compressing them properly probably but I need to know I and, need to know no no loss of quality in this house exactly and one of one of the things that I also want to find out is if title is actually worth the money, because I see a lot of audio files, quote unquote. I'm getting sick of saying it. Yeah, uh, I see a lot of uh, music. Yes, music enthusiasts, sound quality enthusiasts listening to title. Yeah, because apparently their sound quality is unbeatable. It's supposed to be comparable to flack like just shy of flack okay that's 
that's the claim that is made. My roommate does use title. He's the only person I know who does. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) one of his go-to tests for, for sound quality is roundabout. And apparently he noticed a dip in their quality on title. <laughs> so he emailed them like, yo, where's my quality at y'all? <laughs> Excuse me. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Did, did like an article come out saying that they had dropped their quality or something? No. What's funny is it was specifically roundabout. It was just that one song. The rest of the album was fine. But for some reason that song didn't want to play in its highest quality. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I actually never heard if he got that issue resolved. That's so weird. Yeah. That is just that one song. It, that's super strange, but that's how it was. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'm spending, I'm probably gearing up to spend a little bit too much money in the next few months on audio gear. Yep. And I will be using it while I engage in a new hobby, Chet. What you got? Streaming. Uh-oh. Hey, oh. real, real quick before you... That was a good segue, but I'm going to rein that back in. Okay. Okay. Way to, way to know, shoot little... shoot the segue down like a clay pigeon. I'm going to have you drive this segue off a cliff real quick. Shout <laughs> out to that guy. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if any of you listeners are interested in starting your audiophilia, a tip I've got to save money is just buy used stuff because audiophiles are very fickle people. So they will buy and sell their stuff very quickly. Like if they just don't like how something sounds in particular, they'll just sell it and just get something else. And it's usually really rich old guys that are doing this. So they don't really care so much about the money. They just want to get rid of the stuff. So you can find some really nice deals on good stuff. Where would we go to find these deals? You're going to have to look on like Craigslist, eBay, you know, kind of the usual standard places. I don't think there, there's a few forums that you can probably search through. I don't know them off the top because it's not my scene. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, you can find some nice deals if you do some searching, especially if you look for like your specific model that you're interested in. Like, oh, I want a pair of, you know, 2014 edition Nighthawks. You know, you can look online and see what comes up. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Super rad. Thank you for the tip, Chet. I got you. Totally worth ruining that smooth segue. Just burn that segue. (laughs) No, totally worth it. I'm going to do that, actually. I was looking at buying new gear, and it's totally beneficial to me to just buy used. Yeah, there's not going to be much loss of like actual quality in the hardware oftentimes it's like oh it's scratched because i use it you know for a couple of years but the stuff doesn't really degrade that much so it's gonna be fine okay perfect yeah moving forward so streaming i'm getting into streaming uh i don't know why <sighs> yeah i don't i don't know why but yeah. i'm gonna be doing it you can follow me on twitch at that denzel Hey, I've also been streaming, uh, but I haven't been talking about it. I'm on Twitch at Bushido Brown SD. So, you know, you can you can split your just keep both of us open in both tabs while we play completely separate games and don't interact with each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been playing a lot of PUBG lately. I got it and haven't I, I played like three rounds. It's fucking hard. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a steep learning curve and I have yet to learn. <sighs> I, I've, I've gotten to be like 
in the top 35 survivors or whatever. I mean, there's only three games, so I'm not like sad about this, but like I know when it comes down to like that that top 10, I am not winning. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten as far as top three on solo play. All right. But it was by mistake. <laughs> it was by mistake. The entire game, the first time I played, because of the way that the plane flew and I wasn't super familiar with the controls, yeah. what it ended up what ended up happening was I jumped out of the plane and drifted really far off of the path that I was headed down. Oh, I was no. like trying to get to the school yeah. where the most shit pops off because you need good warm up games, goddammit. Yeah. And I dare somebody to fucking argue with me. You need to go into the school, you need to warm up with shooting people. You need to go in there. You need to get some shots off. Who cares if you die quickly? Because the last thing you want to do is go into that game and then wander around for a good 10, 15 minutes, yeah. not run into anybody, and then just get popped walking around. Yeah, that was basically what happened to me my last game that I had played, the most recent one. I, I found it's like four houses right all right next to each other, and they all had stuff in them. So I was good. Like, I had... You know an ak with the extendo clip i got you know level two armor and shit on and i'm just kind of waiting because like i was at the edge of the play area pretty much the whole time and i'm just waiting for someone to to walk up i'm like okay well now the play area is gone so i i move into the to the edge of that and some dude just pops off pops me off like I never even saw the guy. I just get shot three times. I'm out. I'm like, yep. All right. Well, and that happens frequently until you move, uh, learn how to move around the map. Right. There are certain spots. There are styles of play, and I haven't figured this out. But I've been watching a streamer. His name is Doctor Disrespect. That's a good name. Yeah, he's fucking great. <laughs> he's got a shtick where he's got like a fat porno mustache. Yeah. And then he's got a mullet wig on, and he just he's crazy he's I, fucking sick all right i, I fuck with him I'll because check him out. he's he is very 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 good at PUBG. all right so i watch him play and i try to pick up tips here and there about yeah. like how how to play exactly sure. but the thing is with him he is extremely aggressive mm. his style of play is very aggressive and it's you can't really maintain that if you're not good at the game. Sure, yeah, you can't be jumping up on someone and just, all right, dude, I'm going to shoot you in the face. Now what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can't do that, but he can. All right, good for him. Anyway, go. I'm, I'm going to be streaming more often. I don't have a schedule yet because I have a full-time job, and that thing keeps me busy, as you will find out later on in this episode. Yeah. Yep. A little little sneak peek for you there. Yep. So speaking of gaming, I spent this last weekend in sunny, too fucking hot Las Vegas. Cool. For the Evolution World Championships, uh, twenty seventeen edition. But uh, yeah, so I went to Evo this last weekend. First out, first off, shout outs to Owl Knight for coming through, supporting the brand, watching me get bodied. Shout outs to Owl Knight. Yeah, he uh, he walked up to me. During my Street Fighter pool, like right before I got in my first game, he's hey, you chat? I'm like, yes. And uh, yeah. Nice. He was a cool guy. And I wish we could have partied and I wish you could have wrecked me in Street Fighter. Probably could have, honestly, after that pool match, because sometimes the tournaments take a little bit long to like get through the pools. But in any case, uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I love Evo. 
know, it's my favorite event out of the year. So I kind of do whatever I can in my power to make it out. Even if you're not into fighting games, I, I recommend just going because at worst you're in Las Vegas, you know, just bring some friends and just chill in the pool. If you don't like watching the games, go drink some fat Tuesdays. Yeah, dude. I should. I filled that up. I filled up that football three times that weekend. That's only three times. I know. Yeah. Holy shit. Big baby. It's the sugar. Is yeah, what it's, does a it. lot, it's a lot of sugar. <laughs> if they had a sugar-free one, I'd be about it. Or just one that wasn't like, I don't even care that it's a it, lot of sugar, just that it's dumb sweet. It's uh, The sugar affects you in the hangover game. Yeah, actually my hangovers weren't too bad, except Saturday morning, my Marvel pool. The mm. one time I needed to not be hungover. Oh, yeah. Oh, because you guys went out to karaoke that night. Yeah. Oh, shit. How was Cardings? Oh, it was great, man. For like, those of you at home, real quick, Cardings Tabayan is a Filipino restaurant in Las Vegas. It's off the strip over by the Palms Casino. Yeah. And it's kind of it's secluded, but the ladies who work there are so fucking nice. Dude, and they have... Is- the one beer one beer that i've never seen anywhere else it's a filipino beer called red horse yeah and i fuck with it hard it's good it's it's the best high percent beer i've ever tasted like it's eight percent i did not realize this until this weekend yeah yeah but that shit will fuck you up and it's good yeah uh we have a, a mutual friend Levin, more Denzel's friend, but <laughs> but we cool too. Uh, he he's a Mormon that did his missionary in the Philippines and just loved the culture. So he speaks Tagalog. He knows their songs. You know, he still kind of keeps up with the culture. So they love him there. They fucking do. They it's really do. Just big pudgy white guy singing Filipino love songs. And I'm sure the staff is all from the Philippines. So they just they just lose their shit when they see this. And yeah, it's a great time. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good fucking time, man. How many people went this time? Oh, we had. I think 17, 18 last year. How many did we have? Like 22 or something like that? Something like that. It was slightly smaller than than last year. Okay. And there was a lot less food, but that was probably for the best. Yeah, definitely. It <laughs> was way too much food last year. Yeah, you couldn't even eat all of it. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that I miss the most at Evo. Yeah. Going to Cardings, singing Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and then dancing to songs that I don't need to dance to. Nope, but and, that's all right. Yep. Getting real, real, real stank. Getting real <laughs> drunk. Oh, man. Oh, buddy. Being serenaded by Clava. Oh, yeah. Clava can fucking sing. He really can. That's the fucked up part. We have a mutual friend. His name is Clava. He he doesn't look it, but he he is easily, easily not only the smartest person I know, but the most talented person I know. He's good at everything. Name, name something. He's probably fucking great at it. <laughs> it's really crazy. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. He's, and, and he's a super cool guy just in general. Yeah. He's very he's, nice. He's just very chill. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, he's Shout a lot out of fun. Shout out to Clava. He doesn't listen to this. Nah. Nope. None of those guys listen to this podcast. Oh, Boris does. Boris yeah. and Justin and Tim Ho do. Yep. Shout out to those guys, too. Shout out to them. I think 
I know we're obviously Obas who listens to it. Yeah. Now we're just trying to count all of our friends who went to Evo <laughs> yeah. who listened to the podcast. I did not see Obasu at Evo. I totally had the opportunity and was totally preoccupied. And then they went to bed and I'm like, all right, well, sorry. <laughs> Nikki posted a picture with a cosplayer that uh, one one person that I follow it, it constantly retweets her photos. Oh word! And I had to mute them at some point because they kept coming up while I was at work. And yeah. I saw her, and I was just like, "Oh my god, sweats intens- intensify! <laughs> Holy shit, she's so good looking!" Oh, I know who you're talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah, she's actually really nice too. So another thing I got to do at Evo was play the Marvel versus Capcom infinite versus demo now i gave some brief uh impressions on the story mode demo but this is so much better for actually getting a feel for the game and i just want to kind of give the update if you were a little on the fence about picking it up but the lines were short because it was after all the tournaments were done it was about to close down and i got to get in some games and that game is fun as fuck like I'm not getting paid by Capcom yet to say this, but holy shit, I just want to play more of it because you can do fucking anything and it's it is amazing. Like some of the characters don't really appeal to me for like my playstyle sensibilities. Like I don't give a shit about Arthur. I don't give a fuck about Rocket Raccoon. But Thanos is fucking dope. Doctor Strange is cool. X is cool, Zero's cool, like y'all. You can do if you thought, hey, this character would be cool if they had some extra combo extensions, or you know, if they were able to pick up without using an assist on this. Well, now you can. You can do it, and it's amazing. And it feels just like a Marvel game. You know, they it's kind of a nice mix actually between I would say Marvel 3 and then probably like X-Men versus Street Fighter where the combo system isn't quite as rigid as Marvel 3 was because in Marvel 3 you would have you know light medium heavy launch jump in the air medium medium heavy launch and then if you add an assist or like a good OTG you can maybe get another relaunch and then go into a super and that that's basically your general combo path with most characters this one you can do long ground strings and you tag into your other person do more long ground strings and then you get them in the air and instead of just doing you know light medium heavy and then knock them down no you can do stuff like heavy 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 tag bring the other person in and start that shit over again and yeah i'm really excited about it and i, I just wanted i wanted to share my, my feelings with with the fans but yeah if you're on the fence about getting it i mean just give it a shot you know i, I it's marvel so it's not going to be for everyone it is still fast-paced ridiculous gameplay but that is the draw for me and if you if you were in any of the versus series, you know, give it a shot. I know it still looks the faces still look bad, but that will not matter when you're playing the game. So, you know, kind of the obligatory uh, shut the fuck up and stop complaining about it. Like they'll fix some stuff, I'm sure. 
but they've heard it. We don't need more people talking about like, oh, oh, Dragon Ball is coming. R.I.P. Marvel. They're two completely separate games. They're going to play very differently. Don't think you only need to play one. You're allowed to play both. You know, (laughs) 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 no one's saying you have to pick a side. The side side I choose is both. So, yeah, just give it a shot if you ever have a chance. Uh, you know, it'll be coming out in September. If, if you have to wait until then to, to try it out, you know, be patient because I'm sitting here sweating, wanting it. <laughs> just want to get my hands on it. I'm sweating because I'm still thinking of my friend's sister on Instagram. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Questions from the subreddit. All right. You can join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. Just uh, hop in that question or c- question and comments thread, and uh, we'll uh, we'll probably read it on the show. We don't typically read just comments because there are a ton of them. Yeah, <laughs> but we will read your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Samurai Jack the Face Ripper says, "Freakazide." I cracked up at that reference. Is there an alternate universe or reality that you think it would be cool to exist in? Could be anything from games to TV, comics, or movies. I mean, if I'm just me, if I'm me as I am now, this this universe is just fine. Right. Or maybe one that's got space travel. Yeah, there, there are a few things where it's like, you know, hey, we've achieved utopia. So that would be cool. Yeah. You know? 1984. Yeah. <laughs> Equilibrium. Yeah. I want to know Gunkata. <laughs> yeah. I want to live in the Transformers universe. Um, no. <laughs> I don't want to be orange and everything else be teal. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of cool alternate universe kind of things that would be cool. I feel like... Harry Potter would be, you know, being a wizard would be cool, but only because I feel like they never take advantage. Uh, like, the wizards are so set in being wizards, they don't bother with any muggle shit. And it's like, nah, man. Smartphones and guns and magic? Yeah. Fam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, shit like that. That's kind of the problem with stuff that was established a long time ago. Like uh, the Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Harry Potter. Things of that nature. Because they don't... It's This is kind of like a fuckboy way to look at it. But like they don't go through the many possibilities that there are. Yeah. Like they don't have an answer for, why didn't you just bring a gun and shoot the bitch? Right. Like they don't have an answer for that. But series that are more recent apparently do have answers to that. Like, oh, we can't use guns here because there's a magical ward that prevents them from firing. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that kind of shit is stupid. But yeah. I I think Harry Potter and things of that nature are better for not including it. It In the long run, yeah, it, it enhances the fantasy. Yeah. Like, it makes it more separated from reality. But it is an interesting concept to consider, at least as a, uh, as a viewer. There's actually a YouTube series that, that pokes fun at that where it's like 10 years later and like Harry Potter gave up being a wizard. So they're trying to get him back into wizarding. He's like, yeah, but got this Tinder date coming up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit like that. Shit, man. 
Liage Larkin. I assume this is Ian. Uh, hey guys, drunk Ozzy checking in. How did you guys go with Jinro? Also, what media series would you euthanasia? You were looking for euthanize. Euthanize. Maybe they say it differently in Australia. Actually, yeah, everything's upside down there. We don't know how to do things. <laughs> I would have killed Assassin's Creed at its height. I don't know. I, I think I would have uh, turfed Star Wars. Right, yeah. We know like, how you feel about that. Yeah, or Bang, Big Bang Theory. Or friends, maybe. Yeah, there's a yeah. I I would euthanize Simpsons. Like, yeah. we out. Like that's fair. We can we can be done with it. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of things that should end for some reason or another. Even if if it whether it's legitimately bad or if it was good and got bad, like either one of those. There's a lot of options here. Yeah, there there are a lot of different ways to go. It's tough to say. As for Jinro, I haven't actually ever watched the whole thing. And when I did see bits of it, it was a while ago. So I'm going to have to rewatch it or to actually watch it. No, go ahead. ahead. I'm going to have to actually watch it for the first time and then I'll get back to you. Yeah, you know what? I said I would watch it, and I think I did watch it one night that I was, like, fucking plastered. <laughs> there, I watch a lot of shit when I'm real drunk. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily go the best for me. So, I mean, I'll, I'll have to take a look at it again. I'll give an update. There are a lot of things I need to watch now, so this weekend's going to be a re- very busy one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's something that I wanted to address from Kokanen. He says, uh, they definitely set up villain stuff in Homecoming. You had Shocker, Sans Quilt costume, and Mac Gargan, who ends up being Scorpion. I'm so freaking excited that they haven't hinted at Green Goblin showing up. Right. I'm so tired of I'm so tired of showing up in Spider Man movies. I need some Craven the Hunter and Mysterio in the in the future movies. Did you guys fuck with online Castlevania on 360? May have been on PS3 too. Me and my buddies had a ton of ton of fun with that. Uh, so, real quick, as far as the Spider-Man stuff, what I got from what Chet was saying and what I was saying was that they didn't set it up for a following movie, right? Like they had the end of credit sequ- sequence that I didn't watch, and that's <laughs> I think that's what he's referencing because no, Matt. It- Huh? The 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 post credit scene is some different. <laughs> it's some totally. Was it? I thought it was. Uh, what's his name in prison talking to Matt Gargan? Oh oh oh, was that a post credit scene? Uh, yeah, I I left as soon as the credits went up. Okay, well uh, then there. If that was post credits, then there were two. Uh, but yes, you're right. That it, like. That that I did not realize that that was another villain. I figured it was just some mook. But upon mm. learning that that actually is someone, that's cool. But it also didn't detract from the story at all. And that's more what I was concerned about. Like that they focused on one villain. And yeah, the shocker was there, but he was just 
with the vulture it wasn't like he was off doing his own thing and then oh now there's a falling out between shocker and the vulture and now you know you don't need that you know yeah exactly they were just they were henchmen yeah they weren't necessarily their own villains broken out it's not like the rhino and the amazing spider-man who just showed up fucking (laughs) randomly and shit yeah but he did actually have the quilt jacket uh, in one of the scenes, in a few of the scenes, actually. Yeah. Like, right before he gets killed. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> uh, right before he gets killed, uh, he's wearing the quilt jacket. He's It's only on the sleeves, though. Oh, okay. And it's yellow. So, right. uh, that's that's there. But, yeah, no, like, they didn't, they didn't set up anything for a sequel, right? Because I don't, I stopped watching post credit scenes because they don't matter to nah, me. No, they they really did not set up a direct sequel um, of any sort. Like you know, he's gonna be back. Like he's gonna be in the Avengers movies. He's gonna be. There's probably going to be another Spider-Man movie, but it's not. Nothing's really left open-ended, you know. Yeah. Not not to the same, not to the same extent as other movies have done in the past. I mean, like, when when you talk about things like Scorpion being in the movie, like, none of the story actually really centered around him. He was just a piece involved in the story. Right. Right? Like, the Vulture's trying to sell something to the Vulture. Uh, he's trying to sell something to the Scorpion, but the Scorpion isn't about to take those things and open up another, like, plot line with them. And same with the Prowler. The Prowler's in the movie. If it, I read the beginning of um, of the Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So his uncle is the Prowler, which Donald Glover plays in the movie. And, I mean, just because they introduced Donald Glover as the Prowler doesn't mean that the movie is set up. They're, like, setting up, right. setting him up for a sequel or anything like right. that. Or, I mean, they have, of course, he's a villain. He doesn't have a plot. Like, he's he's involved in the plot, but he's not, he doesn't have his own separate plot line going. Right, and he does move the story forward in a relevant way, still related to the main plot. Yeah, exactly. And he's, he's just a guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, also on... Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance. Yes, I've played quite a bit of that game. It was fun as fuck. It had its issues, but it was a ton of fun. And I kind of want them to do another one just a little bit better. Like, I don't know. It it was not a game that you could play many times since there was only like four stages. And then then they put in DLC stages, but it's like, eh. It was just four bit really big stages and you kind of figure it out after a bit so you know yeah yeah voicemails hey what up Denzel Chad the cringe cup was a good episode the talk on getting into IT and taking pictures of ass were cool I don't think it's a coincidence that the top three cringes were lollycons, thirsty nerds, and people who take their waifus on dates. There's a reason I don't tell people I like anime. (laughs) I don't know if anime will ever reach mainstream success in the West, but my question is, would you want it to? Crunchyroll just announced that they were going to start producing anime with NBC Universal and that the content would be for a more global audience. 
But an aspect of anime that is just as important as the medium is the culture it comes from. If a show is made in Japan by a Japanese audience, but for a non-Japanese, by a Japanese staff, but for a non-Japanese audience, can that be considered anime? Also, if something like Avatar or Ruby that's made in the West, but people wish to call it anime, why? Why would they want to associate it with such a niche and stigmatized medium? Is it so you can have it on your fucking MAL list? I want SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> and Coring the House on mine. And I think Winnie the Pooh is the best anime ever. But that's not going to fucking happen. Also, have you seen Castlevania? What do you think? Okay, bye. Okay, so as you can tell, this voicemail is a little bit old. Right, right. But, damn, we talk about a well-thought-out question. Yeah, that, that was a damn good question. Uh, so, I will say that anime is more of a medium than it is a, uh, like... It's more, more than a genre. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's more of a medium than it is a genre. Yeah. So... I, I don't know why people would like to associate their brand with anime. Like, I I think Ruby is dog shit. I haven't really watched much of it, but I didn't really care for the bits I did see. Yeah, it's like that shitty CG shit. Yeah. It's like, dog, I, there's no way I'm going to fucking watch this. Yeah, it, I, I'm not interested, but I will. Quick quick shout out, Monty Ohm, rest in peace. I, oh, I Rip. Yeah, I did get to meet him a couple of times, and he's a, he was a very nice young man. But yeah, yeah. Um,. I don't I think the line of what defines anime and like how important it is that it's being made in Japan, I think that's becoming less important. Uh as for the like the culture aspect of it, even in Japan, it's still kind of a niche thing. Like it's everywhere, but only some people are into it. Like kind of like how the celebrity culture is in the US. Like, we all know who Kim Kardashian is, but that doesn't mean you give a shit. So I'd say it's kind of similar to that. Actually, in a lot of ways, because even there, it's stigmatized to a point. Just not as much as it is here, because, you know, we don't... They think about pedophiles differently. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, I'm curious how a Crunchyroll NBC crossover is going to be. That's... It would probably end up looking like Teen Titans Go. Yeah, probably, or even Castlevania. Yeah, I don't. As long as it is animated well, first and foremost. Yeah. It, if it looks like shit, I'm not gonna watch it. Period. Yeah, like, good policy. It, Teen Titans Go is a fun show. Yeah, I, I would say it borrows a shitload from anime, but yeah. isn't necessarily anime. Yeah, it it is approached. Like a traditional American-made cartoon. Yeah. It's like it took a lot of the stylings and tropes from anime, or just mainly the stylings yeah, from yeah. anime, none of the tropes, and just kind of turned it up to 11. <laughs> yeah. But I, I wouldn't necessarily consider that anime. It's hard, to, it's hard to explain what delineates the two, because half the shit's animated in Korea anyway. Right. So it's... I don't have a good definition for what I would consider an anime. I would consider it the same way that the Supreme Court considers porn. I know it when I see it. Right, yeah. 
there's not there's not necessarily a good definition that I have on hand. Yeah, and it, like some people will refer to it as like, oh, it's the art style. Well, that's pretty broad, y'all. Like you look at Studio Ghibli stuff, and then look at panning and stocking. And yeah, <laughs> these very, fall into the same category here. <laughs> very different things. Very very different. Yeah, or looking at least. Yes, yes. Studio. Ghibli is a Ghibli or Ghibli? It's Ghibli. I always just always say Ghibli anyway. Oh, okay. Well, Studio Ghibli. Yeah, this is fantastic work. Fan fucking tastic work. If if anyone ever has a chance to visit the Ghibli Museum, check that out. It's fucking cool. Perfect. Were yeah. there any other questions in there that we missed? Probably. <laughs> Yo, this is Doctor Dirty again, and the D stands for I just can't fucking make it through the rest of the fucking episode right now. You're putting shame on Star Wars names. Today, I just told somebody about Exar Kun, and it was just all about, that's amazing. I just told somebody about Revan, and it's amazing. But I understand what you mean by people who don't like what you like. But that's not the real reason why I'm calling. I'm calling because of something guys said to me. Not me. Guys said about a show. A show that is really important to old people. Like my mother. Big Bang Theory. You see, my mother told me, and my older sisters told me that I remind them of Sheldon. Ugh. And so they watch the show because they miss me. I, I don't know how many people have that same fucking experience whatsoever. But so I got 52 minutes in there, man. I, I got 52 minutes. I just, I just had to fucking call in and be like, yeah. I I I think I I'm starting to understand. I think I'm starting to understand. Starting to why they want to watch like bullshit like Big Bang Theory. As a buddy of mine referred to me as blackface for nerds because you're not around anymore. And Obi was like, that's just like my son. That's just like my Johnny. No, no, we're not like that. We're kind of like that in terms of we have quips, in terms of we have like fucking jokes. We got jokes for days. <laughs> I, but I bet but they're a lot funnier than fucking, Big Bang Theory. We're, we're, we're not, we're not fucking shows. I certainly hope so. Though. Seriously, they ain't jokes. And that's just for like right now. But you know me, I make multiple calls. I'm a fucking loser with nothing to do. I'll probably call back like in about another half hour after you guys are done with the show. Well, keep up the work. Later. Yeah, I feel like if if people are reminded of you by watching Sheldon Cooper from the Big Fucking Bang Theory, they either don't know you very well, or you're probably somewhere deep on the spectrum. Pretty much the only two options there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's not a good comparison to be made. Oh, I've never seen a full episode of that show, and I know that's a bad comparison. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen clips. I've that's about it. I've seen clips, and like, <laughs> I don't know anyone who is legitimately like that as a person. That oh god, I I can't stand them. Yeah. Yo, you just full of excuses, huh? Like, 
<laughs> uh, oh, they got too much money. Like, man, what was I supposed to do? List off some random dudes you don't know? How is that supposed to get my fucking point across? Like, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> and, and furthermore, I do know, I do know dudes that are fat, regular dudes. I'm from Connecticut, and I know a dude. He's a bouncer at a at a bar I go to, and he's always got a harem of bitches around him when we go. And he's fucking several of them. So uh, don't give me that bullshit. What's, what's going to be your next level excuse? Oh, well, dude, dude, he, uh, he intimidates people for a living. So, of course, we're going to get distracted <laughs> that. Get, what's your next level, baby? It's an attitude. Oh, man, it cut off. Damn. Damn, right. dog. Well, I got the real reason for you there, though. Cause all the girls he's around are drunk, man. They just, <laughs> the standards just keep getting lower, you know. Hey, uh, he said it, not me. <laughs> he said it, not me. It, trust me, I'm out here putting in work in the streets, indiscreet street haggling. Just wait until you put now work in the sheets, y'all. Yeah, word. I'm trying to get to that level. It's difficult though. San Diego's a, and it, and he's just like, what excuse are you going to give next? Well, this well, is the next yeah. excuse. San Diego's a different market than Connecticut. I, Dog, the women a fucking a fucking six here in San Diego would be a ten in Connecticut. Like you think he's lying? You think that's just slander? No. Like I most of the places that I visit, like okay, San Diego, L.A., New York, Miami. Those were like the places I would hit up the most when I was for most of my life. Then I went back to South Carolina and. This was like not even like coastal South Carolina. It was like deep South Carolina. We're in the mall and I'm like, yo, America really is this fat. People really do get that ugly. No slander, no slander on South Carolina itself. Just the people are fat and ugly. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different market out here. I just, you know, health in San Diego is equivalent to having a shitload of money. If you look healthy, health, I guess the term is health equals wealth. Yeah. It's something that I've heard before yeah. said to me. And essentially, if you look like you're in really good shape or you take really good care of yourself, that's basically a symbol, a status symbol here. And like right now, I'm looking like I'm homeless. <laughs> so we're, we're about to, we're about to get, get, get it gone though. I'm going to stop fucking ordering milkshakes once a month from in and out. <laughs> fucking like milkshakes man hey they're delicious milkshakes are so good so fucking good well anyway yeah I, I feel you I feel you though I appreciate I, I appreciate the tough talk the uh, the the constructive criticism I appreciate it, doing it I'm like working they, on myself doing it like they can only do in the northeast yeah yeah we, we're getting better every day baby every yeah. day God's working on all of us mm, who <laughs> G'day fellas uh, Ian here from Australia uh, You shit on IPAs a lot And you know I, can, I, I understand that When you have an overabundance of it San Diego seems to be where All of the IPAs kind of come from But uh, I mean in Australia We've got some local breweries That have have some fucking delicious IPAs like Pirate Life have a Imperial IPA that's great. Uh, Modus Operandi have a Red IPA. Um, I'm not really a stout or a porter kind of guy. Kind of too heavy for me. But uh, in addition to that, 
I'm curious to what you think, or if it's even a thing in the US of uh, War, uh, sorry, Warhammer or uh, Games Workshop style tabletop games. It's quite prevalent here amongst my friends, and I have never been able to get into it. Have you ever played it? What do you think of it? Anyway, take it easy, fellas. See ya. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, real quick on IPAs, don't don't ever 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 recommend an IPA to me. I fucking hate IPAs, and not to say that all IPAs are bad. I've definitely had good IPAs, but I don't want to give anybody the idea that anywhere that I've ever enjoyed an IPA, although that statement contradicts the last one that I've had. Don't that, don't that look into it too deeply. Don't yeah, don't. It doesn't matter. Don't Grammar matter. doesn't matter. Facts don't matter. Logical statements don't matter. Okay. All I'm saying, all that. It's yes, 2017. We've transcended that. It's Trump's America, baby. It's got to keep up. Yes, exactly. IPAs are trash. Don't, don't drink them. <laughs> I don't. The thing is, like, I know there's some fucking fuckboy out there doing market research, and every time my name comes up in that little square purchasing thing that emails you the receipt rather than printing one i know i know they're collecting data from that app so every time my name and email comes up some asshole somewhere is getting a list of the beer that i've ever drank all of it they're they're getting a list delivered to them they know what kind of beer i drink what kind of liquor i like what kind of food i buy that kind of shit they have all sorts of information about me and i don't want to give them the the even the hint of an idea that I enjoyed an IPA at any point in time. Never. We, we can't be out here with that false association. We can't. No, we can't be spreading the lies. I mean, my hatred for IPAs just doesn't run as deep as then. So I don't really care for them. I, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll have them every once in a while because sometimes that's all that anyone has. But, you know. Yeah, because they're assholes and they're real big pieces of shit. Yeah, like I went to a uh, a thing that was sponsored by Ballast Point, and their most popular drink is their Sculpin, which is their IPA, and they had four variations. It was like three variants on Sculpin and a white ale. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do the white ale, and they're like, well, we're out of that one. You can either have this other nasty variant. Or this other nasty variant or the original IPA. I'm like, sure. I'll do a sculpin, whatever. It's two dollars. Could have been worse. I paid cash. It's they ain't got no data. All right, good. Good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh as far as like Warhammer stuff goes, it's popular among people I know, but not necessarily for playing it. They paint the figures. Yeah, I've seen quite a few people that just collect the pieces and paint paint the models but don't actually really do anything with it they don't do the uh it's it's just a tabletop role-playing game right like how does yeah yeah okay i haven't played it myself clearly (laughs) me neither (laughs) Um, but there's a a pretty big shop uh in san diego that that's their main game like they also host magic tournaments and stuff but their main draw is warhammer is that the spot that's in off of miramar road oh i was thinking there's one off uh claremont mesa okay uh game empire okay never been there it's pretty big and yeah they're 
main draw is uh, all their Warhammer stuff. Okay. Yeah. Or and, and tabletop in general, but yeah. There's a game spot that I went to off of Miramar Road that's connected to a brewery. Oh, that's what at ease. It might be. Okay. Never, never. I, well, I haven't been to Addie's, but I think that's that's where it is. I was there for the beer, definitely, and definitely not an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to see some art, although there's not a ton of it on the Instagram page, one of my old coworkers, Eric, on uh, Instagram is Dragon Bull Ram, D R A G O N B U L L R A M. You can follow him and look at some of the work that he's done. He just he paints the figures. I don't even know if he plays. Yeah, yeah he's he's very good at it. They're very good looking pieces of art, and he's not the only person that I've ever gone to work with that just paints them. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, there, it's it's interesting. I don't know many people who actually play Warhammer. I know some but, people that there was also there's some video games to it. So I know some people who got <coughs> got into it through that, but I don't know. I don't know if they do the tabletop part of it. Yeah, I have one of those games, like the third-person shooter that came out yeah, a few that's years what, ago. Forty K. Uh, it's got a longer name. Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't yeah. even remember what it's called. But I have that game. I played it once. It wasn't very fun, <laughs> but it looked cool when I bought it. Oh, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We enjoy you. If you want to give us a call. Give us a ring at 413-SAVAGE-1. If you want to shoot us an email, you can send us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. If you want to join us on the subreddit, it's realnerdhours.reddit.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash realnerdhourspodcast. You can follow the show on Twitter at xrealnerdhours. You can follow me on Twitter at thatdenzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at bushidobrownsd. And shout outs to me and Chet for having consistent branding across the board because you can find us on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter as our names, our yep. respective names, that Denzel and Bushido Brown SD. Easy. Yep. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash real nerd hours. All them plugs. All of them plugs. It's like getting hella drugs out here. Yep. Got a plug for everything. Yep. Ran off on the plug twice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate your ears mm. and your brains yeah. and your voicemails and your mm. emails and your comments and your questions. Yeah. We appreciate all that. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. See you next Thursday. Y'all have a good night.